Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia ora, very good morning everyone. Welcome into Trot's Talk. Greg O'Connor with you for the next hour to talk about this wonderful sport of uh, harness racing. Hope the week has treated you well. Certainly around the country it's been very warm as we move into the final day of the Top of the South Island circuit, if you like. We race at Waterlee today. The Blenheim uh, meeting has a 12-race card, first of which is underway in about three quarters of an hour's time. So not too far away. Therefore, we need to get a couple of uh, trainers and drivers up nice and early for you as part of the Southern Man segment. More about that in a moment. Robbie Holmes will join us, as will John Dunn, who's had a terrific Seddon's Shield uh, couple of weeks. He picked up five last Sunday, I think, from memory. couple uh, on the first day here at Blenheim 2. Uh, we'll have a chat to him. We'll also catch up with Wilson House, who's doing an incredible job driving predominantly for his father, but uh, he's driven a lot of winners towards the back end of last year, and that's rolled in to 2024 as well. We'll catch up with Craig Ferguson, who is on the verge of uh, getting to three figures in terms of his training. Uh, he had another very big win during the week, so we'll uh, we'll talk to him about that, and his very good trotter, of course, uh, the grey trotter, the grey flash, if you like, who did finish second, uh, of course, in the Dominion Smoke and Band. Uh, da Vinci was a big winner during the week of the Northern Southland Cup. All right, time for us uh, to get into this segment nice and early. I'm a southern man, and I'm so brilliant. I got the south in my blood. One of the winners uh, from Friday was this horse, and I didn't think it was going to win until possibly inside the last hundred. Let's get Matt Cross to bring MM Sunshine home for Robbie Holmes. Here I will has had a soft lead around the corner. Shook off Cosmic Angel. Arlie Lindini right there from MM Sunshine. And then did you bring the bubbles? Here I will in front. Arlie Lindini shaken up. MM Sunshine now sees daylight. Four off the leader. Here I will too clear. MM Sunshine coming after him from Arlie Lindini. Here I will at the hundred. Two in front from MM Sunshine who ran to second. Here I will a length in front. MM Sunshine coming for one crack. Got up. MM Sunshine, I reckon, right on the line is nailed there, I will. Yeah, very impressive uh, last 50 metres from MM Sunshine, who has been in the sunshine up and down the country with her trainer driver, Robbie Holmes. Very good morning to you, Robbie. Cheers, Greg. Morning to you too. Yeah, yeah great to have you uh, on the show again. Um, she didn't sound, even in that call, or look like to the eye that she was going to grab here, I will, but... She really charged the line on Friday. You must have been delighted with that. We were indeed, yeah, yeah. I watched it two or three times, but um, even to hear Matt calling it again gives you some goosebumps. But no, she she found the line really well. She, um, as you say, we ended up um, deeper the fence than what I anticipated, but she certainly uh, she she sort of knuckled down the last little, last few long anyway. Yeah, well, she was good at Cromwell before that, so she's been up and down the South Island. She goes around again today. She's actually been a handy mare. What did surprise me was when I had a quick look to see that that was her first win on the grass. It was, yeah. Yeah, she hasn't had a lot of grass racing, to be fair. Um, she's had a couple of starts at Methven and, um, and Mott, but, yeah, the, she's certainly, she's, we've certainly stuck her to the all-weather. Aspirin's been her fave track, to be fair. 
So, but um, it was nice to see. And, and I must say, um, all credit for the caretaker and that for the trek up here. He's done a super job. I, I know that um, he hasn't allowed the guys train locally to be on the track for about the last year, but uh, he's, the, the track was like a bowling green, to be fair. And there's no reason why MM Sunshine can't go well in the last. Currently is 6 and 2.30 with the fixed odds. Um, how she come through that, and what are your expectations today? Yeah, she's, uh, she has drawn the front row, which was nice and nice to see. Um, she's come through well, to be fair. She's, um, she's eaten everything and drunk up. They've drunk super up here. Mind you, it has been hell of a warm, I must say. And, uh, yeah, I think if she can step away, which she's um, got that ability to get, put herself in the race handy, um, she shouldn't be too far away. Again, step up in grade, but the way she uh, savaged the line the other day, I think she'll be doing the same thing today. Horrible part of the country to be at this time of year, talking about the sunshine. Robbie, you've gone from central to, to there. You're, you're certainly getting around the country, but you're enjoying some pretty blooming good weather with it. Yeah, it's, it makes it so much more nicer, to be fair. Um, yeah, if, if the uh, weather plays in our favour, um, yeah, I mean, the grass tracks, it's, it's good for the clubs too. The grass track, if they get wet days, it just makes it all awkward and horrible for everybody, but... No, the sun's uh, certainly been following us around, which has been great. Yeah, what about today? What what can you tell us about the Waterlee uh, uh, track today? What are your expectations there? It played great on the first day. And what's the weather doing? Is is another beautiful day? Yeah, I'd say we're back into the uh, late 20s today. And, um, yeah, beautiful. It's, it was, it's been overcast, all the meets we've had, really, um, which has been great for the horses. Um, still warm days, but just not that, um, that's the real heat of the sun. But it looks like today we'll see a fair bit more of the sun. So, um, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, the, the the clubs have um, had good patronage over the over the two days. So, it's, uh, and the fields held up really well for them. And I think um, it's all going well. There might even be a bit of a talk about a March meeting. Right. Okay. Good news to hear. That sounds uh, very positive. Hey, you get things underway. Only in about 40 minutes, so we can't hold you up too long. Midnight Diamond in the first is currently at $21 with the book. Is this trip about education as much as anything? Pretty much, Greg, yeah. I was quite pleased with her the way she found the line in saying that. She um, she sort of got back uh, quite a wee way, and uh, but she made up some good ground over the last little bit. Um, so, yeah, again, she's... She's drawn uh, the front row today, so she does begin reasonably well. So if she can be just a little bit handy, she could she could run a hole. All right, you got long odds chances, Vinnie Sims and Ryman Reason. Any reason to have a small place beat on one of those? Yeah, they've um, probably more educational runs to be fair. I mean, um, Ryman Reason, it's been around a wee while now, but um, I, I didn't. It did everything right the first day. Certainly couldn't complain with its uh, efforts, but yeah. I, I see it's uh, drawn a lot better this time. It's gone from the outside of the second row to the um, inside of the front row this time. So um, I think the same thing could apply if it, if it got a nice suck along um, for Dave. I might get a new, new trainer. Then, uh, yeah, that could certainly um, could fill one of the placings. Yeah, Dave also drives uh, Beeps, who got it wrong on the first day, takes its place in race six. Um, what was the problem on the first day? Um, we've, yeah... Dave changed a few things around, and straight away afterwards, um, he, he sort of thought that maybe he shouldn't have. But yeah, being an Auckland reactor, um, he's a horse, wee horse that's very um, regimental, and you can't sort of do too much for him, uh, to, too, too much to change things on him. And he's just a, a wee guy that sort of loves um, uh, through, through driving and with um, 
cousin Pete Holmes. Um, he, we've sort of got to know him a bit, and yeah, so things have been changed changed back around, and yeah, so hopefully today we'll get a bit more of a result from him. All right, Asento comes up with barrier one again. Very brave, I thought, on the first day. No reason to think that she won't be competitive again. And whenever you drive for, for Dave Thompson, you know the horses are well looked after, well prepared. It's actually her 50th start today, and uh, she has gate speed, which puts her in a, in a hot position. And just while we're on that, too, um, over the 1850 around this circuit, you've got to be on the speed, um, because if you're not, it's very difficult to come from, from well back, unless they go extremely hard. Yeah, you did right. They were running um, twenty-seven one quarters, twenty-six nine quarters, which is kind of uh, running on the all-weather tracks um, times. So, but yeah, if you're not handy, it's very hard to make up ground. And yeah, I, I'm sure everyone who drew back uh, or was back um, on the first day would certainly hope they'd want to be a bit closer to them um, today to to be getting home. That's for sure. Hey Robbie, really appreciate your time. Now you've got to go and do your business in the first. Uh, what's your best chance for the Trots Talk listeners at Blenheim today? I would be thinking um, probably a Cento today. Um, she's yeah, she's she sort of they just got to her the other day. We did a little bit of work early, but um, yeah, I, I think she's probably the best driver of the day. All right, she's currently fives and two dollars. Thanks for your time, mate, and go well. Good as gold. Cheers, Greg. Bye bye. All right, there he is, uh, Robbie Holmes, and uh, his chances. When you look back through his record, he's he's actually trained over seven uh, seven hundred winners, I think. No, five hundred winners, and driven close to eight hundred. So um, yeah, he's pretty accomplished horseman, is uh, Robbie Holmes. No no question about that at all. As is our next guest on the show, uh, John Dunn. Very good morning to you, John. Morning, Greg. Thanks for your time. Uh, getting towards the end of the top of the South Island circuit, one that's uh, been very good for you, particularly last Sunday. What did you bag uh, a handful of wins there? Yeah, had a great trip to Nelson and uh, Blenheim have actually, the last few years, been great to us. So uh, we take nice horses and they're well enough placed and bred, so big help. But yeah, got uh, lucky enough to get five last week at, at, on Sunday at Nelson. Yeah, and picked up uh, a couple on the first day here. Of course, one of those winners last week, one on the first day as well, Sonny's sister. The educational trip that we spoke about uh, on SENZ for her, has she come back a more rounded horse? Or are, we, are we yet to find that out? Yeah, no, she actually did a wonders. The first day she was, she was off her crazy before the race and that, and then the second day she chilled right out. And um, I was actually quite pleased the way she raced too. She sort of had to chase those tearaway leaders early and um, you pick them up near enough and nice enough in the straight which is great she's um, pulled up through that she travelled home on the Monday pulled up great and uh, she's actually on the float right now about to hit Blenheim on the way to Auckland so we're going to um, go to the Cambridge Monday week for that uh, mare's race yeah, well, that will only enhance uh, her development as well, another trip away uh, like that. Well, what are the plans with her? Because this is not an easy year for her. Is it a case of keeping racing her and, and getting her more rounded? I, th I think we've discussed that before, but uh, the more you race her, the better she's going to get. Mind you, she doesn't have to get much better, Johnny. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And the good thing is she, she comes through a run great. She never always eats up. Um, bucks and kicks day after even a hard race those some of the oaks in the derby that she's lucky enough to win um the next day she's bounced back like she didn't even race so um she was the same when we rock, come back from nelson last week she got off a float like a crazy woman so um she was that well so that's why we sort of there's two mares races in auckland uh 
and there's some good good statement out there. So we're just going to tick along. We're not going to over race. We'll probably space the races a couple of weeks between, or even three if we have to. And um, yeah, just poke along, and she keeps improving the way she is. We might have to look at bigger things in the, down the track. Yeah, well, she's she's certainly an exciting horse, uh, and we, we're loving seeing her develop uh, into something pretty special. Hey, let's get into today. Uh, double time was excellent uh, at both Nelson, and then the first day, um, he, he's he's got to be incredibly hard to beat. He's he's getting better this horse, isn't he? In the uh, Marlborough Paces Cup today. Yeah, he is getting better. So the breed's getting better, and uh, breed like always sort of gets better as they get older, and he's showing that now. Like uh, even Nelson. 3,000 first up. It was a great run to sort of, he sort of found the line great that day and uh, he's disappointed. He's a fraction slow away than I'd like the first day, but uh, to sit park on that speed and and uh, to hold on quite nice was a great run. Yeah, you must have had confidence to be able to sit park with him because he really relaxed there beautifully, didn't he? Which only bodes well for today's assignment. Uh, he's brick and bread, of course, at a double twist, so there's a lot of depth in his uh, in his pedigree. Uh, are you pretty confident that he can do the job again? Uh, yeah, definitely right up there at the finish, probably that way, Greg. Like, like you say, he, he fell asleep park, which is a big, big key to horses. Um, and these sort of, once you get up the grades... Um, pretty laid back sort of a customer. If I can step quick and get handy, um, yeah, I'd like to think I'd definitely be in the top three at the finish. Yeah, Dashing Majors also from your barn. Uh, missed away on the first day, has an incredible record there at Waterlee. Uh, expectations with him today. Tim Williams takes the drives, been back 15s into 10s, and do we just put a line through day one? Uh, yeah, put a line through day one. Unfortunately, first time he's got it horribly wrong uh, from a stand. Normally, he might bobble for a stride or two, but uh, hits his straps very quick. So put um, put Friday behind us, and uh, if he can step like he normally can, um, and the distance, he loves the distance, and like you say, he loves the track. So uh, expect a better, if we step away, expect a much better dashing major today. Yeah, look, it's a good race. Get up and dance is fresh up into it. Mossdale Ben was very good on the first day. Uh, they're both around the $4 mark, and Leicester was unlucky. Bodica was good. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good race today, so uh, the, club, the club have done well, mind you. It's a good stake at 25000 Let's have a look at some of your other drives. Alter Showgirl, no luck, or had plenty of luck on the first day, but most of it was bad, Johnny. Yeah, it was bad. Hit the line, hit the line quite good once she got out. So uh, she got a second-row draw. She actually is a funny horse. She sort of, uh, sort of looms up like she's going to run straight past and sort of pulls up at and runs beside them, so put the pull-down blinds on today. Um, second row over this track, uh, sort of got to be handy on it around this track, so hope I can put in the race early enough and get up on the speed, and if I can do that, um, nice each-way chance. Yeah, Judine needs some luck from the inside of the second row, but wouldn't need to improve much uh, to go very close? No, but like you say, this is a very tricky draw, won the second row, so... Um, if I get that luck she needs, she's more of a sit sprint type of horse too, so um, get that luck, she'll be running on. Jimmy Armour, I'll just skip through a couple of those. You've got Ali Lindini, who's always uh, consistent. Uh, Quick Smart, who I thought uh, was pretty good on the first day. Jimmy Armour had to uh, do plenty of work. If he can get a little bit more luck, he can just about win race seven. Much improved after I thought the first day here. and um, yeah, I sat parked and I sort of went went for home probably a bit sooner than I should have, but um, yeah, it was a much improved run, he's pulled up great, seems well well yesterday and this morning, so like you say, we have more luck there, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully nice top three anyway.
make my son Don Divine Angel in the stable have baffled in the last. What would be the best of, of those three? I know you don't drive baffled, but um, and just tell me a little bit more about her. That win, uh, first up was excellent. Second run was good. Is uh, this horse just taking a little bit more time? She's only a three-year-old filly after all. Yeah, she, she just got just got a fright at the start and got a horrible probably first time she's probably ever galloped at home or off the place. So uh, she just didn't know what to do when she did gallop. Um, normally she previously the last few starts and at the trials she's always been best foot forward. So if she can do that again, um, I know it's a long way back, but she tried to handle the track and spread out the straight pretty good the first day. So um, but after the day, she's definitely going for a spell and concentrating later in the season. The definitely horse going forward got ability there. Yeah, definitely, and, and good for Riley as well, uh, giving her the opportunity to learn a little bit more too. Johnny, uh, what's your best chance today? You're $2.35 to win the uh, Drivers' uh, Challenge. What do you think's your best hope of winning for our Trots Talk listeners? I'll actually give you one wee bit of odds. It's quite drive wasn't overly good on the first day, but the horse is very good, um, quick, smart. Quick, smart. Yep, okay. Race uh, number six we're talking there today. Quick, smart. I think it was about $7.00. Uh, race six out of Blenheim today. Quick smart from uh, the seven six fifty and two forty. Nice on the each way, Johnny. So uh, that gives the punters something to get involved in there in race number six. Hey, appreciate your time as always, mate. Congrats on the way things have been going. You're leading the premiership. See if you can stay in front of that B orange uh, for a wee bit longer this time round, eh? After finishing what second to him four times, you must be sick of seeing that green and white hat. Yeah, I am. Yeah, but having a great run, kick off the season. So, uh, like you say, hopefully it can continue. And um, we've got a bit of horsepower there looking forward. So, um, yeah, we'll try and give Blair a run for his money. But he likes travelling and I don't. So, um, don't know how long <laughs> I can stay in front for. Oh, well, as long as the team's going the way they are, Johnny, I'm sure you'll be happy. Appreciate your time as always, mate. Right, thanks, Zach, Greg. All right, that's John Dunn who uh, needs to get his skates on because we are less than half an hour out from a start in the first on the programme out of Blenheim where our next guest is as well. He doesn't have an early drive, so we'll have uh, a decent chat to Wilson House, a young man doing some good things. When we come back here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ, for everything you need to know about harness racing, go to hrnz.co.nz. Welcome back into Trot's Talk. Yes, brought to you by HRNZ. And you can get everything you need to know to back a winner today at Waterlee. Yes, the Blenheim Harness Racing Club. Marlborough there, sunny Marlborough. It will be another great day with their 12 races today. Young man doing some terrific things in the game is Wilson House, and he did this at that venue on Friday. Top of the straight, it's the house pair. Nullahoe called upon. Take after me, gets the passing lane from Son of Patrick. No run, Bellal and Denny. Wider out, lucky way. Still Nullahoe, the leader. Take after me, a length away. Then came Son of Patrick from Bellal and Denny. Nullahoe getting tired. Take after me, Benny and the Jets. Bellal and Denny, but Nullahoe keeps finding. And Nullahoe won it. Nullahoe beats Son of Patrick. It's a Michael House Quinella. So another win there for young driver Wilson House, who's joined us uh, on the line. Morning to you, Wilson. G'day, Greg. How are you? I'm excellent, thanks, mate. Congratulations on the way things are going. I know recently you got past uh, 50 career wins, and last season, career best, obviously, 39 wins. Uh, You must be really enjoying the driving caper at the moment. Yeah, no, Greg, look, I'm just lucky to be getting the opportunity with Dad's team. He's got such a fair number of horses racing week in and week out and getting to drive the majority of them, it's, it's just a pleasure to be behind them. 
Look, it's been a busy time. You've been uh, up north, down south, up to Cambridge, all over the place. Are you enjoying the travel part of it? Yeah, no, look, I, I love a trip away. It's um, it's a lot of work, but um, you manage to enjoy it and have your wee holidays in between and just take it as it comes, I suppose, isn't it? I thought, I think last time we spoke to you, you were, uh, it's probably a wee while ago now, you were, you were still learning the caper. What do you think's changed for you in terms of your driving? Is it, is it a confidence thing? Uh, is it just the learnings of being out there more often? Because you seem like you're in the zone, as you were with Narahoe, not only there, but at its previous start too. Oh, look, he, um, I actually really like him. He's really grown on me. He's such a trier. And it's, it's a good feeling knowing you've got a horse that's going to try regardless of how you drive it and you, you can put him in the race a bit and he'll still be there at the end, you know. It's, it's definitely a confidence thing with not only myself but the horses and knowing the track. Well, you uh, certainly have, have got that horse going well, although you're not driving him today. There's a, a wee bloke with a gold cap having a steer on him that knows how to drive, drive the odd winner. You'll be going head-to-head with him with the 15-race winner in Boys Invasion, but uh, yeah, you're certainly learning your craft. But I did read somewhere that you've got a bit of an itch at the moment because all of those wins I mentioned before have been for your dad, so you're looking for that outside driver. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have a lot of outside drives with the odd one. I've been close a couple of times. I think it's up north. I've had a, I've had a few seconds with the same trainer, actually. Murray Gibbs is probably the closest I've been a couple of times. But, um, yeah, no, I'll mention for one. Yeah, look, it, it, it's pretty plain and simple, mate. You keep driving the way you are, um, and there will come some outside drives, I'm sure. And, um, yeah, you just uh, keep doing doing the business, and that'll come, and then they'll they'll flow on from there because you're certainly developing. Tell me a little bit about your background, though. Was it always going to be the driving side of things? Did you always want to do that as a kid? Um, I always I always loved it, and like I never missed going to Addington on a Friday night with Dad. I always made sure I was home from school in time. Um, yeah, it's you bred into it, and it you don't know any different, and you just you love it. Yeah, you you never actually aim for it initially. I wanted to go to uni and that, but um, I realised I was enjoying, enjoying doing what I was doing and I had an opportunity there to do it, so I, I stuck with it. I said I might as well enjoy what I'm doing. You can fail doing something you don't enjoy, you might as well fail doing something you love. Well, you're not failing at the moment, mate. It's a it's a great <laughs> philosophy. Tell me a little bit about how it all works, because obviously your dad's got a, a heap of horses and, and they're being placed all o- over the country. Um, how big a part do you play in that and how involved are you? No, I'm, to be fair, I'm only a, only a small role, really. We've got a fantastic team at home that run it, and, and Dad, he, he manages and runs it all from behind the books sort of thing and runs all that side of it and just turns up in the mornings. And this team at home do a fantastic job. You know, we've got got some fantastic people there. Paul Wallace is our main track work driver. He's been around, around the block. And uh, Jill Smolensky, she's running it there at the moment, doing a fantastic job. Yeah, and we've got a couple of people, Nicky and Murray, Weir, big team of people. Yeah, nice to give them uh, some acknowledgement too and, and the team's racing so well. So, uh, yeah, it's always good to hear who's doing the business behind the scenes. Hey, let's get into some of your chances today. Riggles Rufus in race number four off the second row. What sort of each-way chance for the now seven-year-old? Yeah, he, he's a very clever old horse. First day he just pulled up on me. They went far too quick the last quarter. They knew how slow they'd gone early and they've outsprinted them. They went a 27-1 quarter on the grass in the lowest race of the day. So it's... He just pulled up on me, so don't worry about his first day performance. He was in form on the coast. He had a couple of seconds and three starts, I think it was, and his other his other third start there, he stormed home against better horses. So 
if he gets the run, he'll be thereabouts. He, he does try if, he, if they know he's gone hard enough early on. So he's a pretty intelligent sort of horse. He, he knows when he's a chance yeah, and when he's, he's not. He's very cunning. He's very cunning. Yeah, he's very clever. Yeah, he takes care of himself. Yeah. Though. They're not always the easiest ones to back for the punters, Wilson. But um, no, we no, know if they're not a good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, What about Amelia Rose in, in race number six? Uh, she put a couple together before that first day run where she had a pretty tough run. Yeah, no, things just didn't work out. I came off three wide and then a horse got in front of me and it just didn't work out. I'd ignore the run. She'll be right. All right, so she goes round in race number six. She's a $7.50 chance. Uh, Narahoe and Boys Invasion clash in race number eight. You've gone with Boys Invasion. Uh, he's, he's just been a remarkable old horse, hasn't he? So consistent. Yeah. Uh, probably as consistent as he's been right through his career. I, I know he's, he's won a lot of money and he, he's won a lot of races, but um, he seems to be enjoying life at the moment. Yeah, no, look, he, he's doing really well off the travel. He just backs up after, after race after race, like... He was at the coast, he went to Nelson and came home after the last day at Nelson and come back to Binham. He didn't stay through and um, like his first day of his performance was outstanding. He was just beaten by a better horse and Muscle Bank, she was just fantastic performance. Yeah, you looked home, absolutely home. What about Narahoe? Yeah. From what you've told us, you expect him to step up? Yeah, no, look, he'll be there about if he won't embarrass himself. He'll handle the step up. I've only stuck with Boys Invasion because he's been so good to me now. I think I've won five on him and... Um, He's looking for that set-in series. He's, he's going good in the yep. points, so I've stuck with him. Yeah, and he deserves uh, he deserves to be right up the top of that. He has been so consistent. Superstar legend, another example of a horse that's racing in great in great fiddle at the moment. Yeah, I was actually really disappointed with her on the first day. She usually got tremendous gate speed. She only flopped out of the gate, and to be fair, she was 1-1 the trip and didn't really fire too much. Was, I know it sounds silly because she's run a good fourth, but I thought she should have been a lot closer to them. All right, she's won 14 races, five of those on the grass. So can we expect her to improve today? Is there any signs that she might well, be better? I'd hope she would. She blew up over the back of touch. I hope that she has, but I couldn't tip her out based on her first day performance. All right, the remarkable Warlock takes his place in the Marlborough Cup today. Yeah, another wee 10-year-old horse there going around again. He's, um, he's a try, and he stepped really good the first day with three feet the truck. They just a bit of a walk and a sprint up the straight was all. He was close enough for the winner. I was really happy with him. All right. So today, if he can land that sort of fence run again, he'd be an outside first four. Hope you'd you'd be thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like I'd like to think he can. Yeah. All right. He's won over two hundred and twenty thousand. He's just done a an awesome job. Hey Wilson, what's the best for the punters, the the trots talk listeners that are tuned in today, thinking, oh yeah, I might have a bet. This young kid's doing okay. What's the best chance? Uh, that you think of, of your drives today? Um, I'd have to go Boys Invasion as, our, as my best one personally. He's, he's a hard one to punt because he's such a funny horse down at the start, but his manners were good the first day, so I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say I'll be thereabouts hopefully today. <laughs> All right, if he gets it right at the start, mate, I think he will be too. Hey, appreciate your time. Congrats on the way things are going. Keep doing what you're doing and, uh, yeah, go well today. No, thank you very much, Greg. That's Wilson House, uh, of course, uh, drives for his, predominantly for his father, and he's driven a lot of winners for him, over 50 now, and their team's certainly racing well wherever they are lining up. You're with Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz. Don't forget about New Zealand Bloodstock yearling sales. They are coming up 18, 20, and 21 of uh, 
February and on the 19th, of course, Harness Racing New Zealand have their national awards. Go to hrnz.co.nz for more details about attending those. I believe they'll be at Addington Raceway. Short break for us on the other side. We just talked to a young bloke doing some good things driving. Young bloke doing some good things driving and training is Craig Ferguson. We'll have a chat to him on the other side. Welcome back into uh, Trot's Talk. Uh, earlier in the week, it was a big day for the Northern Southland uh, Club. They had their cup down there with Macca Lodge, and this happened. Coming out of the back straighter, and the leader got you covered. Da Vinci is just smoking the pipe in seconds by the Hoka Connors under pressure deceptively. Now Sam Wave asked to make his move. One change will follow Sam Wave forward, and Robin's Playboy was last up to the turn. Got you covered in front. Can Da Vinci run him down again? Got you covered, the leader. Da Vinci gets the runner. Sam Wave in third spot. Got you covered, the leader. Da Vinci the inside powers through. Here's Da Vinci. He's lost. Lightning fast, he hit the lead. In second, got you covered, but Da Vinci will beat him again. Da Vinci, Da Vinci beat, got you covered. Sandwave third. Yeah, outstanding performance uh, by Da Vinci, who is trained and driven by Craig Ferguson, who joins us on the line. Morning to you, Craig. Morning, Greg. Four on the bounce with this guy and a Macca Lodge Northern Southland a Cup. He's certainly a horse on the rise. You must have been delighted with that on Thursday. We certainly were, yeah. He's um, he's probably been a little bit of a surprise package, really. Um, you know, we, we certainly didn't expect him to, um, you know, be able to be racing in those sorts of races and, and certainly didn't expect him to be winning them. Well, he's now eight from 18 and his run pass got you covered, who matched it with many in the spring campaign leading into the IRT New Zealand Cup. Of course, Sandwave, who was third, and I read in the stewards report that... Uh, he has got a, a lameness problem. Not that that detracts from your horse because you got home in 27.6 and he appeared to be doing it under his own steam. So there's still a, a wee bit to, to go there development-wise with him and, and racing-wise, but he's getting there, isn't he? He certainly is, yeah. And he does, um, you know, we think he'll improve a little bit more as well. Like He's only had the 18 starts, which, you know, isn't a lot to be racing in, in that sort of grade, but... He seems to be doing it well enough, so, um, you know, we think he'll improve a little bit. All right. Where does he sit in the stable? Because, of course, Wagstar's done some incredible things uh, over the last uh, three or four months. Um, they're two different types of horses, but uh, who's in, who's on top now? Because I don't know that Wagstar would have done much more than what he did on Thursday. Yeah, three months ago, um, you know, Wagstar, we would have said, was probably 10 minutes better than Da Vinci, Um just recently, you know, things have changed. Obviously, Wagstar's out having a spell, but Da Vinci's certainly stepped up. And at this point, um, you know, depending on how Wagstar comes back, but there wouldn't be much between them. Yeah, look, it's an exciting time for you because these are the types of horses you need, not only to win good races like Thursday, but to come up to Addington Raceway with, and you've done that with Wagstar, and he raced in the Derby and, uh, of course, finished second to Franco Indy on Cup Day and... and look what that horse has gone on to do so um yeah those are the sorts of horses you need to to get on the, the main highway north aren't they they are yeah and you know we our sort of main aim as a stable is to be racing in the nice races so you know we, we try and find the nice horses so these guys are um you know they've put their hand up and we've been lucky enough to be able to bring them up and um and, and they've done a bit of a job which is you know really pleasing 
You're on the verge of uh, 100 wins. I think when I had a look last night, you're on about 99 as a trainer. 75 of those training wins have come in your last 260-odd uh, starters, which means you're winning uh, every three and a half times you put a horse on the track. I did a bit of homework there, Craig, just so that you didn't need to in your head. Um, <laughs> what's, what's been the uh, the turnaround? We'll get to smoking Bandar in a moment too. Um is, is it purely numbers, obviously quality as well, but uh, the training side of things, I'm not saying it's going and taking over from your driving, but you're heading that way, aren't you? Yeah, and no, I certainly, um, I like the training side, side of things, you know, that's ultimately what I want to do. And um, I think it's probably just, you know, we've got some great owners that are breeding some horses, so we just had to wait for those to come along, and, and we've been lucky enough that they've been, been nice horses, and, you know, we're sort of in a position now that we can, you know, just be a wee bit more choosy, I guess, of um, of the horses we take to the races. And, um, you know, we like to have them pretty well bang on when we go, if, if we can, you know. Yeah, this horse, uh, Da Vinci, owned by the Duffies, who bred it as well. It's actually out of a mare of uh, the late Ian Dobson's. Uh, I danced all night, Rockin' Cullen, the mother of uh, Da Vinci. And, gee, she's she's done a good job in the in the broodmere barn. Um, you've you've had success with Nutcracker. Yorokobi had plenty of ability too, so... Uh, yeah, I think all bar one of the foals is by Better's Delight, so they've certainly given the mare the chance, haven't they? Yeah, well, they decided, you know, they had a nice broodmare, so they wanted to give it um, every opportunity. So, you know, it, it's, I've been lucky, obviously, that they're prepared to go to good sires and, and give the mare every chance, which makes my job easier when we're getting nice horses to work with. Yep, definitely. What do you do with them now? Uh, he'll go to... Um, up to Canterbury on the 6th, I think, on the grass at Rangiora. Um, there's a stand start there. So he's getting a wee bit tricky to place down south now. Obviously, he's um, getting up in the rating, but we just certainly don't mind a trip. No, you certainly, you certainly don't. You know where to stay anyway. And, uh, yeah, what's he gone to now, Da Vinci? He was a 76, I think. Uh, and now with that win, he's uh, he's gone to 82. Yeah, so he's, he's going to be... Uh, taking on the better horses or off mark, so that's not going to be easy for him. Hey, Smoke and Bandar's run on Thursday was good. Uh, Invercargill hasn't always been his favourite track, so uh, that must have been pleasing. Yeah, I was wrapped with that. Um, as you say, he's always been a little bit tricky around the tighter tracks. Um, we've tried to avoid Invercargill as much as possible, but now he's in that grade where you sort of got to go with the nice races are. So I was just pleased that he got round the track. He, he trotted beautiful, and he just got a little bit far back, but he hit the line nice, but... The main thing was just he trotted nice, you know, so it sort of means that we can go to those races with a little bit of confidence that he's going to get around and, you know, he just needs the right run. Does he come north as well? Yeah, so he'll go to um, Addington, I think there's two weeks for him um, on the second and then the following week as well, so he'll he'll come back up for that. All right, we look forward to seeing him there. Of course, we went such a great race uh, in the Remwick Farms uh, Dominion. Did Smoke and Bandar. Louise Girl did a great job in behind Duchess Megxit uh, on Grand Prix Day. Uh, what about the yearling sales for you? W- w- where are you at with that? And do you have some arsenal? As we're inside four minutes out from the first at Blenheim, by the way, if you wanted to have a bet there. She quite liked one in the first. I know it's a maiden trot, but if you go back and have a look at the first up run of uh, Kauai Summit, uh, would only need to go as well again. So four minutes out. Uh, race one, number twelve. Uh, he is from the Mark Jones team. Yeah, how are you place for the yearling sales? Yeah, so we're just going through the uh, process at the moment of um, you know seeing who's interested and and what sort of buying power we'll have. But we'll certainly be there and we'll be looking to buy a couple. 
What's your uh, philosophy around it? How, how much do you uh, put on the page? How much do you put on, obviously, the budget that you've got, but the article too? What have you learned in your short time as a trainer, the tools you need to uh, to buy a nice yearling? Well, I've been really lucky um, as far as the, the sales go. I've always gone with Nathan Williamson, and obviously I stay with Regan Todd. So I've had a couple of guys that have done very well from the sales to you know give me a few pointers and, and see what they look at as well. So... Um, it's just a combination of everything really, but I certainly like to go on type, you know, I, I like to look at the horse and, um, you know, try and sort of tick that off first and then, and then, you know, you look at the page and see what there is, but obviously for a small stable, we haven't got the big budget, so we've got to try and find, you know, um, something different that we might be able to get a little bit cheaper or something like that, so I certainly like to go on type. All right, well, that budget uh, can only continue to get uh, bigger, I think, the way you're going, mate. So uh, anyone who wants to contact you, probably best to go to HRNZ, uh, go to the Info Hall section, click on uh, the trainers and drivers and, and put in uh, the name Ferguson. I'm sure you'd uh, welcome any new clients, Craig. Absolutely, yes. I uh, would love to have um, some new clients come on board and um, you know, hopefully we can win a few races for them. All right, congrats on the way things have been going, mate. Uh, let you get on with your Sunday, and we'll talk to you again on Trot's Talk, I'm sure. All right, thank you very much. All right, there's Craig Ferguson uh, from the Deep South, and he is doing one heck of a job uh, with his team, Da Vinci, the big winner, there on Thursday. Short break for us. On the other side, uh, we will go to Blenheim for race number one, something we don't normally do on the show, but we can do that uh, because the race meeting is underway before the show finishes uh, at 12 o'clock. Short break, other side, race one. Have a bet, though. Number 12, Kawai Summit. Big, big chance to take it out. Strands are back, they're off and trotting. Signal Hill wasn't fast away. If anything was on the back foot had touched, Edry Franco wasn't quick out. It's going to drift back midfield. Midnight Diamond is off stride. And Kofi Summit trotting roughly up the back as well. Easy McCartney is in a gallop also. So after 200 metres, the leader is just Ricky from Casita Bella. Pop and Rock galloped over the crossing. Out the back, Solemn Sun is off stride. So Bevron looms large up on the outside of Just Ricky. Casita Bella back in third. Two lengths away then to Portelli, who will settle down fourth in the early stages. One and a half away to Deirdre Franco. There's a gap of two off to Moa Mojito, who's a touch closer today. Tracking at Kofi Summit, now finds his feet. Two lengths away, Signal Hill. The others are tailed out. Midnight Diamond, Solemn Sun, Pop and Rock, and Easy McCartney out the back door. Bevron in front, wants to knock off a touch as he had a good look up the straight. And Portelli up on the outside, now comes a looking, and Just Ricky is running third with Deirdre Franco off the inside, racing fourth. Then came Casita Bella as Portelli takes over a lap out. Moa Mahito has 1-1 one, one cover. One and a half away then to Kofi Summit and two lengths away to Signal Hill, who's last. And they cover about eight lengths top to bottom inside the 1,500 metres. Portelli now sets the tempo from Bevron in the trail and three back along the inside is just Ricky with Deirdre Franco. Facing the breeze, Moa Mahito tracks it. Then came Casita Bella, one length away on the outside to Kofi Summit, and two and a half lengths away to Signal Hill at the back. Working up the side, and Portelli is a two-length leader. Bevron will await on the farmland's passing lane inside the 1,200 metres, with a head away on the outer to Deirdre Franco. 
Just Ricky fourth underneath of Moa Mojito. Then came Casita Bella. Around it is Kofi Summit and two lengths away to Signal Hill. Forget the other four. 1,050 left to travel and race one on Marlborough Cup Day 2024. And Portelli runs them to the top of the track by a length and a half. Deirdre Franco there to strike second on the outside and Bevron enjoying the run of the race third. Moa Mojito in a good rhythm fourth on the outside of Just Ricky. One length away to Kofi Summit is close enough. Then came Casita Bella and around it is Signal Hill. Down the side of the track they travel now. Inside the 700 metres and Portelli leads it by one length on Deirdre Franco. Bevron third the inside. Then came Moa Mojito from Just Ricky. Kofi Summit two length Signal Hill outside of Casita Bella. Still it's Portelli down the side at the 500 metres. A half a length away Deirdre Franco. Bevron will get his chance shortly. Then Moa Mahito from Just Ricky. Next in the field is Kofi Summit and then came Signal Hill. Oh, Moa Mahito galloped at the top of the straight. Leader Portelli. Bevron will get the inside run shortly. Deirdre Franco making ground and then Just Ricky and Kofi Summit. Still Portelli the leader. A length to Deirdre Franco. Then came Bevron. Portelli a half. Now a neck to Deirdre Franco who's closing strongly. Then came Kofi Summit down towards the line. Portelli. Deirdre Franco dived and got there. Deirdre Franco, the outside one, it beat Portelli. Good run, Kofi Summit for third. And then yeah, Deirdre Franco getting home there for the Thornleys. Gemma driving for her dad, uh, Chris, and it gets win number one at start number 15. So Deirdre Franco beating Portelli, third at the line. A little bit unlucky, Kofi Summit just got held up early. Then the one galloped, uh, Mr Mojito, as they turned for home, which again, um, or Moa Mojito as it was, uh, didn't help its chances. One to follow anyway, Kawai Summit, uh, but did finish into third position. Reckon you can have a couple of bets today. Race six, number 10, Midfrew Luca. Very good run the first day. Bob Butt trains and drives to the second row. Looks a cracking bet. And race seven, number three, he's a jackalack. Was very unlucky on the first day. Wouldn't uh, need to uh, go much better than to go pretty close in that. It's four fifty and $1.90. If you missed the action overnight, leap to fame who's heading to the Hunter Cup in a couple of weeks. Went to Albion Park last night, strode to the front, strolled round there, and was simply too strong for them. Uh, his overall time was pretty sedate for him, really, but, uh, yeah, nice to have him back on track. He went 152.9 and was successful at Albion Park at Menangle last night. Hi, my name is Jeff. just keeps on winning. He uh, managed to beat South Coast Arden. They went 148.6. Uh, my, hi, my name is Jeff. We'll be heading to the Hunter Cup to clash with Leap to Fame. And uh, last night was uh, Ballarat Cup night. And the pacing cup was won by Kanina Provlima, the uh, eight-year-old who made the Inter-Dominion Grand Final, trained by Kerry ann Morris, David Moran doing the steering. In the overall time, then he just broke a two-minute mile rate, but... Ripped home in 54.4 last quarter in 26, beating Beyond Delight and Sia Art, who of course uh, was formerly with the Telfers, now uh, over there uh, with the Jason Grimson team. All right, that's been uh, Trot's Talk for you. Big thank you to all of our guests, Robbie Holmes, John Dunn. Uh, of course, we caught up with Wilson House and uh, Craig Ferguson to produce a dude, Robbie, for pushing all the right buttons. Uh, hope your Sunday afternoon goes well. I'm off to the cricket, which should be a whole lot of fun. Be tuned into watching all of those uh, Blenheim races, though. 
I hope you're back a winner there. And I'll talk to you in seven days' time as we build towards the New Zealand bloodstock sales. Uh, Go to nzbstandardbread.co.nz if you need any more details on that. Next week, we'll talk to Cam Bray, and he'll give us even more information. Maybe you want to get involved in the sales. That's Trot's Talk completed for another Sunday. Afternoon, everyone.